48, 48. Get to work, kid. And I can tell you from what we've heard, I think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. Welcome to the Knicks Bay Podcast. You're home of the zestiest takes in a blunt worth of time. We're here to catch you up, even though it was a national TV game. Three Knicks addicts. Dougie, Fresh, how are you feeling? How's that blood pressure? I've cooled out, I've calmed down, and I've taken solace in the fact that I can go to the store tomorrow with my Knicks hat on, and nobody's going to say shit to me because nobody in my neighborhood in Brooklyn gives a fuck about the Nets. All facts. D-Boy, Sim Simma, who's got the keys to the Bimma? You know, I talk a lot of shit on Tibbs, and he deserves all of it. But dude got Julius fucking Randall to play defense. Harry Houdini in this bitch. That was some serious ball denial. I was quite proud. <laughs> and, as, <laughs> and as a sad Knicks fan, it really takes a lot to turn it around and feel proud about a team. But I do it. That's right. Final score, Nylon, 117. Bocker Boys, 112. Walt? Had a night off and a serendipitous that ESPN has <laughs> Mike Breen for their national games. In Clyde's place, none other than one of the most knowledgeable basketball minds in the game, Doris Burke. Give her all her flowers. Yes. Yeah! She was giving the Knicks props all night. I appreciated that. It was it was a love fest and I was there for it. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. As soon as you believe the Knicks can win. They'll break your heart every time. Here are some awards. The Austin Rivers, who's your daddy, most valuable player goes to a much slimmer version of James Harden. In Katie's absence, he posted a monster triple-double with 21 points, 15 dimes, and 15 boards. The Will You Accept is Leon Rose Award for exuding second round trade value goes to Reggie Bullock for hitting five threes in the first half alone. The Herb Williams participation ribbon goes to Frank Nilakina for playing 16 minutes, missing every shot he took and fouling out. The Slick Rick Hey Young World Award goes to Kyrie Irving for absolutely saucing Emmanuel quickly in his first career start to the tune of 34 points on 13 of 18 shooting. And the sad stat of the game, a 34-year-old Jeff Green dropped 20 points, going eight for 11. This day in Sad Knicks history, March 15th, 2005, Miami 98, New York 96. This would end up being the Heat's first championship season, and Dwayne Wade was, as the kids say, a problem. It felt like deja vu, an all-time great guard in a red jersey locked in ready to eviscerate the Knicks. Wade would tear the garden's heart out with a fadeaway jumper for the win at the buzzer. I want to personally thank Julius Randle for expressing the rage that I felt at the referees for the way this horse shit ended tonight. Both things can be possible. The Knicks can have gotten work for three quarters and the refs can still screw them over after an incredible comeback at the end. RJ and Randle get accosted every time down the lane, but all Kyrie has to do is topple over on his own fucking face like he's Ric Flair and it's a whistle. What about that ghost block way of the samurai? Am I watching the same game as these gray-shirted pricks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I am, but I think they have an agenda to get Frank Nilakina off the court and get me into a state of irrevocable, heart-destabilizing agita. 
We'll see you again, Scott Foster. Quickly gets in the paint. Back up top. Randall's going to try a three-pointer straight on. Puts it in. Randall trying to get free. Randall fakes. And the ball went up and down. A traveling violation call on Randall. He's saying the ball was hit. The comparison of this year's Knicks and the future of this franchise to the 2019 Nets that surprised and made the playoffs is a popular one. The upstart squad from Brooklyn that year proved enough in their first round exit to lure Kyrie and KD to New York City and away from Dolan's team. With the addition of Harden, the Nets are now a bona fide championship contender three years after being considered one of the worst teams in the NBA. There's a buzz that superstars are on our horizon as well. So let's ask the question, are the Knicks primed to make some splashy signings or Woj bomb trades? Who can they get? This coming off season, you know, guys like Conley, Oladipo, DeRozan, Aldridge, Drummond, Kawhi, if he opts out, not really moving the needle. 2022 is where it gets really sexy. Curry, Paul, Kawhi again, Levine, Beal, and Aaron Gordon, yay. 2023, a lot of big names on the board. But are we looking that direction in our team building? We need to focus on the timeline that's present right now. And that's what the Nets did a great job of. They did enough to build out the assets that they had. Plus, they had guys that they could keep in important roles to play alongside the superstars that they've pulled in. The Knicks need to distinguish the the assets from the pieces that will be playing different roles. Who's the Joe Harris on this team? Is RJ Barrett on his way to becoming a big enough superstar that you just need to put one or two more pieces next to him for this team to really have potential? What has hit? history taught us about chasing stars. For the Knicks, you remember Carmelo Anthony, you remember the first three seasons where we finished above 500 and got bounced from the playoffs. Remember 2013 is this glorious year. And the truth is, chasing superstars has kept the Knicks in the bottom of the standings for the last 20 years. And the last time we had a core that was built in New York was the last time we were talking about finals. It's all about striking when the time is right, making that investment when there's enough of a core in place. If the Knicks go for a name that has more value in the name than in the actual play, we will be exactly where we were with Carmelo Anthony. Mitch needs an extension in 2022. RJ needs one in 2023. This year and the 2023 draft are both foundational drafts. And if we can use some of our trade assets to get up in this draft and select a Jalen Suggs. I like the slow build that we're on the track of. One name I, I that's kind of a low key pickup in restricted free agent, Gary Trent Jr. Fits perfectly oh, man. with this roster. Throw the bag at him. Give him 20 million for three years. We got to do something to make that little incremental jump that then we have an asset that we could flip as well. Well, that's the question. Do you want to overpay a guy like Gary Trent to make sure that he stays here and then go internally to make sure that we extend all the all the young players that we have now? I don't think we have an option. James Dolan is still the owner of the Knicks and superstars that are bigger than their team. You know, you look at LeBron and he's quote unquote bigger than the league. Guys like that don't want to come and play for an old school trash owner like James Dolan. 
do you do you feel like you would be satis- more satisfied as a fan watching this team grow, watching quickly RJ, Mitch all grow together into a contender? Or would you rather just say, screw it, let's zap the microwave just like Brooklyn did? Let me get those Tostino pizza rolls, baby. I want mm. I want to enjoy my meal fast and burning my mouth. That's how you got Eddie Curry. That's how you got Andrea Bargnani. That's how you got Amari Stoudemire with two fucking broken legs and a dislocated eye socket. You are the reason the Knicks can't ever succeed. Is that kind of pressure? Ain't none of them scrubs, KD, or James Harden, or as entertaining as them. KD never gave the Knicks a meeting. What you talking about? Because we had no culture. The stank wasn't off enough. Roll that, light that, smoke that. It's time for blunt talk. It's the organic fair trade vegan blunt. The NBA is out to get the Knicks, man. Move a team to Brooklyn. Give them cool colors. You can't buy clout, but the Brooklyn Nets sure can try. Williamsburg much, NBA? This might be Madison Avenue's wet dream of a team, but we're boycotting Nike, we're boycotting Adidas. It's Puma Clyde's all day. Hits the locally sourced artisanal bleasy again. Boom, okay, KD, Kyrie, Harden, and Blake Griffin, all on their third team. Boom, 12, the number of disciples Jesus had. Stay with me, 12 men on the roster. Boom, that makes Steve Nash Canadian. Jesus, stay woke. Kyrie thinks the earth is flat because he is a time-traveling Tasmanian devil dribbler on acid and the ball is life. Therefore, the ball is the only round thing in his life. Square up, stay woke. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And always remember, Knicks fans at Barclays were chanting MVP for Julius Randle tonight after an and one down 11 midway through the second quarter. Quarter.